Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. His name, his name was Thomas, and he held my hand. His beautiful, large brown eyes demanding my attention as the exhaustion of the day hung heavy on my body, on my mind, on my heart, and especially, especially on my spirit. My head rested on the edge of his crib, waiting for that moment of complete peace, that moment when his eyelids would begin to flutter as he struggled to stay focused on my smile that moment of final surrender when the Sandman ultimately triumphed, and yet he still would not let go. His tiny hand grasping my index finger for dear life. I knew from experience that if I tried to pry my hand loose too soon, he would start screaming Screams that would haunt my dreams and keep me awake most nights worried. Worried for his health. Worried for his safety. Worried for his future. I lay awake, thinking of Thomas and wrestling with my personal struggles and the many questions I had about my vocation. My reason for traveling to Haiti was to work with the Sisters of Charity, and to give service to the poorest of the poor. Gandhi said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. This was my hope. And so each night after Thomas finally surrendered to sleep and I could safely pry my finger loose from his tiny hand, I'd leave the orphanage and pad my way to the convent school where I was housed. I'd kneel next to my cot by my painless window and look up at the stars and reflect on the words of Mother Teresa, Mother General of the Sisters of Charity. In a letter to Cardinal Piquet, she writes, the greatest evil is the lack of love and charity the terrible indifference towards one's neighbors who live at the roadside, assaulted by exploitation, corruption, poverty, and disease. People not only require that their material needs be met, they hunger, hunger for love and understanding, a greater love, which is the answer to loneliness and poverty. We arrived in Haiti, my Franciscan brothers and me, naive of the poverty, the pain, 
the suffering and the helplessness that existed in this country. Our education was immediate. In the house of the dying, we sat quietly at bedsides, holding hands and cooling foreheads with rags. The presence of death hung in the air, and the smell, the smell of the open pit storage outside the windows and the gut-wrenching stench of decomposing flesh from the decapitated heads hung along the roadside by the Tantan Makut, the secret police, was a constant offense to our senses and a true test of our vocations. Some of us lasted only a few days before the Good Sisters recognized our inability to cope and asked us to work with the children in the orphanage instead. Our first day there, most of us were hooked. We arrived as the toddlers were being fed breakfast. A bowl of porridge was thrust into my hand, and I was attacked by at least a dozen little ones, most suffering from malnutrition. As I plopped on the floor, their eager little mouths opened, and I began spooning porridge. Some sat on my lap, some on the floor, some stood and held on to my shirt, or they reached out for my hand. All eager, all impatient, all hungry. I met Thomas that first day. He latched on to me and he never let go. No matter what I was doing, he was at my heels and he refused to nap or sleep without grasping my finger. My service there was truly fulfilling and exhausting, yet amazingly exhilarating. I was, it was true selfless service for my brothers and me, service done, as Yosef Hara Ashram writes, with a pure heart and a pure mind. There was too much to do to think of ourselves, too many mouths to feed, too many diapers to change, too many tears to dry, too many hands to hold. His name, his name was Thomas, and he held my finger. I returned from Haiti 20 pounds lighter, if you can believe it, covered with infected insect bites with only the shirt on my back. My spirit was bright, but I missed the children, especially Thomas. I wondered if he would be able to sleep without that little hand grasping my finger. I remember clearly not wanting to speak to anyone for days, even weeks. My parents finally intervened, pressuring me for a visit. Mom cried when she first saw me. I truly was quite a sight. She grabbed me and hugged me with all her strength. Dad said, leave the boy alone, Clementina. He looks fine to me. He just needs some good Italian food to fatten him up. Nice to have you home, son. When I was a kid, my world was mom and dad. We were poor by the day standards, but I never knew it. There was always plenty to eat, enough to share with neighbors and relatives, and just about anyone. It was a happy home, 
Lots of singing and lots of laughing. I was my dad's shadow. If he wasn't fixing something in our house, he was helping somebody in the neighborhood, painting, cutting lawn, shoveling snow, and I was right by his side. Mama, me, on the other hand, was a great cook. Her baked goods were known throughout the town. She was always bringing pies and goodies to neighbors or sending Dad and me with soup and pastina when someone was sick. When Dad asked me why the heck I was planning to volunteer in Africa now after Haiti took 20 pounds off me, I told him that Mom and he set a great example when it came to helping others. He smiled, and he said I should at least let Mom fatten me up before leaving. He thought a good 40 pounds should do it. My dad pulled me in for a big bear hug, grabbed my hands, not wanting to let go. I did eventually head off to Africa to work with my former teacher, my eighth grade nun who had told us on our first day in her class that she wanted to be an African missionary. As we traveled through the bush from post to post, I observed and I learned from her example, and I learned even more from the children. I truly found myself in Africa. I found my life's work, my passion for education, our classroom, our classroom was under a tree which sheltered us from the sun. We siphoned and wrote in the dirt with sticks. And at the end of the day, the children lined up with bright smiles and shining eyes for the reward, a star on their forehead. At times, at times frustration shrouded us, especially when the police arrived to close the school. They chased the children off, threatening them, but the little ones always found their way back. We often felt we were just not doing enough. But again, the voice of Mother Teresa would speak to us and get us through. At times, at times we feel what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean. But without it, the ocean would be one less drop. It would be a good 20 years before I arrived at Arlington Street Church and signed the book to become a Unitarian Universalist, discovering a religion of like-minded people who each Sunday promise to help one another, who believe that service is our gift. The opportunities for service here at this church are without limit. For those who are whizzes with numbers, there's the Finance Committee. Or if setting policy is one strength, there's the governing body, the PRU. Some may find their way to Friday night supper or to the bell tower. We can help put a worship service together, make sure our sanctuary is safe, stand up for social justice issues, write or visit the incarcerated, provide sanctuary for those in need, organize a fun and games night for all, work the sandwich board or greet people 
and make them feel welcome on Sundays and much, much more. It is here in this church that we experience what Carol McDade writes, that there are graced moments when the spirit breaks through the human structure and we see ourselves in one another. ASC service trip to walk with our sisters and brothers of First Church in New Orleans in the aftermath of Katrina and Rita was one of those breaking moments for many of us, working shoulder to shoulder with fellow ASC members, people we may have seen at a distance during Sunday worship but didn't really know. We ripped out walls and ceilings together. We painted houses together planted banana trees together. We sang and prayed together, and we held each other's hands. In December of 2008, then-President-elect Obama invited the nation to join his family in a day of service on upcoming Martin Luther King Day. Again, this church's response was immediate. Boston Cares, an amazing resource for volunteering in and around the city, led us to Volunteers of America, where ASC partnered with two youth programs, the Action Team and Project Rebound, to provide bag meals for the homeless. What an outstanding day. Over 75 volunteers, not only from Arlington Street Church and surrounding houses of worship, but from several Boston-based colleges and high schools, as well as the resident youth of Project Rebound made sandwiches, stuffed brown bags with goodies, and personally delivered the meals to the homeless. National Service Day has now been adopted as an annual event here at this church, sponsored by our own Jubilee Committee. Our president has called the residents of this great land, and I quote, to participate in our nation's recovery and renewal by doing service in our communities. America's new foundation will be built one community at a time, and it begins with us. So let us reach out to each other, hold each other's hands, breaking through the human structure for that graced moment when we see ourselves in one another. I invite you now to please stand as you're willing and able to reach out and hold someone's hand if they're in close proximity. And together, let us recite our affirmation and covenant It begins with the word love. Love is the spirit of this congregation, and service is our gift. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to speak our truths in love, and to help one another. El amor es el espíritu de nuestra congregación, y el servicio es nuestro regalo. Esto es a lo que nos comprometemos 
con vivir paz, habla nuestras verdades con amor y ayudarnos los unos a los otros. Please remain standing for a moment of silence. Amen.